this is episode number 96 with the brand president of Heroes Lawn Care, part of the Horsepower Brands portfolio, Don Champion. Welcome to the Path to Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Wes Barefoot, where it's my mission to help aspiring entrepreneurs and existing business owners take control of their lives and create freedom for themselves through business ownership. Each episode, I'll be exploring the strategies and tactics of other successful entrepreneurs that have created freedom in their own lives while sharing what I'm learning along my own path to freedom. I'm glad you're here. Let's drop in. Hey, what's up, Path to Freedom listeners? And thank you, thank you, thank you so much for dropping in here on another episode of the Path to Freedom podcast. Today, my guests are Don Champion and Chris Phelan. Really enjoyed my conversation with Don and Chris. They are representing Heroes Lawn Care, which is part of the Horsepower Brands umbrella of home service franchise businesses. I'm a big, big fan of what they're building at Horsepower. I'll put a link in the show notes, but I have had the privilege of getting to know Josh Skolnick and Zach Butler for years now, and they're the founders of Horsepower Brands. So I did an episode with Josh and Zach year plus ago, year and a half, probably close to two years ago at this point, uh, right as they were launching horsepower brands and getting ready to launch their first franchise concept. So I'll put that link in the show notes because they really did a good job of explaining their vision for what they're building horsepower brands into and, and why, right. And, and they've got an amazing track record in franchising even prior to horsepower brands, but The focus of today's episode is one of their newest concepts to launch, Heroes Lawn Care. Really cool opportunity. Probably not what most people are thinking about when they think of lawn care businesses, right? This is not the type of business where the franchise owner is riding around in a van and hopping out and, you know, taking care of their clients' yards. No, this is big business potential. This is executive model. This is investor type opportunity. And that's what Horsepower is looking for in all their franchisees across all of their brands, heroes included. And Chris and Don give us a little insight into how they've even structured the ownership profile within heroes a little bit differently from their other brands. So really intriguing investor opportunity. Um, so, So tune in for all of this. But anyways, can't speak highly enough of Horsepower Brands and what they're building. And I'm very excited to bring this episode spotlighting Heroes Lawn Care. Let's drop in. Hey, what's up, Path to Freedom listeners? Thanks for dropping into another episode. Very excited to bring to you today Heroes Lawn Care. So I'm joined by Don Champion, who's the brand president for Heroes Lawn Care. Also joined by Chris Phelan with Horsepower Brands. Gentlemen, thanks so much for making time to do this. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Glad to be here. Thanks um, for having us, Wes. 
Yeah, happy to do it. I, I know, uh, Chris, this is something you and I have talked about uh, making happen for a while. So uh, so excited to learn a little bit more about Heroes. Um, for those listening, and, and these guys will shed some light on this too, but Heroes is, what, the fourth or fifth brand, uh, franchise brand that's been launched under the Horsepower Brands umbrella um, of brands yeah. we've had. Josh Skolnick and Zach Butler, the founders of Horsepower Brands on the show previously um, had uh, Mighty Dog Roofing on the show as well. Another another one of the Horsepower Brands. Uh, so we'll link those episodes in the show notes to make it easy for people to find. So you can kind of catch up on what Horsepower Brands is all about if, if you didn't catch that episode. But really excited to learn more about one of the newer concepts that these guys have launched, which is Heroes Lawn Care. So Don, maybe you kind of kick it off and just give us, first of all, a little bit of your background, because I've had a chance to, um, you know, get a glimpse of kind of what you've done in franchising prior to joining Heroes um, and, and getting involved in that capacity. So tell us a little bit of your story and, and how you find yourself here today. Yeah, sure. I'd love to do it. So uh been in franchising since 1998. So as I think about that, geez, it's hard to believe that that's like 24 years ago, man. But uh, got into it with uh, a company called, at the time, BW3, which was Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. And uh, like most people that first get into franchising, I didn't know what I didn't know. <laughs> and uh, yep. I, got, I got a quick lesson real quick when I visited my first franchisee. And within about a half hour, he was throwing me out of his restaurant. He didn't want me there anymore. <laughs> he didn't like what so you I, had to say, huh? Yeah. So... You know, I realized at that point, wow, this whole franchising thing is a little different. You know, I have to I have to learn a little bit more before I go in and start talking with franchise owners about them and realizing that it's it's a different aspect. It's not have like having direct reports coming to you that you can just tell them what to do, right? So it wasn't too long after that that I got involved with the IFA and learning this certified franchise executive program and okay. starting to learn those things that I didn't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was there. I got a, a great education learning that, uh, you know, most people in franchising have the same issues. I don't care if you're selling chicken wings or you're selling, uh, you know, haircuts, we all kind of have the same issues and concerns out there. So that was a great learning experience for me. I bet. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so from there, as I worked my way up through, Buffalo Wild Wings and started to become a national brand, I thought, hey, man, why can't I do this for myself? So I said, you know, I would like to become a franchise for Buffalo Wild Wings. So I got permission from our CEO and she said, hey, Don, I'd love to see you do it. And I signed a 10-store area development to open up restaurants throughout Florida. Wow, you went I big. Was, Holy cow, you know? Yeah, right, right out of at, the gate. Right you know, out of the gate. Go home, baby. <laughs> I love it. And, uh, yeah, and that was a, that was a great thing for me too. You know, it's a unique perspective being on both sides of the fence, the franchisor as well as a franchisee, and that's something that our founders at Horsepower, both Zach and Josh, have that that background as well. Yeah. Um, quite frankly, I'd probably still be doing that, um, doing my own thing there, except you know, I went through a, a rough marriage and had to split, and Judge ordered me to sell and move on from there. Right. Yep. So moved on and joined Domino's Pizza. Okay. And uh, got into franchising with those guys. Again, just another kind of a food service. Mm -hmm. But um, it wasn't long after I joined them, probably about six years moving up through the ranks. I thought, wow, I've got to try some other franchising besides besides uh, the food service. 
Right. And uh, started looking and had an opportunity with a home, my first home service franchise called Garage Experts. Yep. Um, and they specialized in garage makeovers. Yep. And that's where I really started um, developing myself to move forward and, and franchise and learning the other side of things. And that home service segment is just, wow, that's where it's at. And I found my real niche at that point. And, uh, and right before uh, joining Horsepower, um, that's where I was at with Garage Experts. Okay. But you have to know who's who in the franchise industry. And as I started hearing these rumors about Horsepower yeah. and started doing my research, um, started talking to a few folks at Horsepower. And I said, man, I got to be a part of that thing. So yeah, made the jump and, and I'm here at Horsepower bugging Chris every day as we're trying to build this thing up and, and happy to be a part of Heroes now. Well, hey, thank you for sharing some of the backstory, and and it's a it's a cool story, and it's I like I love meeting people and franchising and and learning a little bit about how they got into it. Because to your point, I mean, most people fall backwards into it in one way or another. You know, they didn't seek franchising out necessarily. Um, I can relate a bit. My first the the first franchise brand I worked for, I started didn't know a thing about franchising. I started in this franchisee support role i'm like four years out of college and they got me going around the country meeting with franchisees and trying to coach them on their business and i had some i had a, a you know a few rude awakenings where it kind of slapped me in the face like you know these people are established business people and and you know you gotta yeah. you gotta learn a little bit more before they're gonna you know actually listen to you and and respect what you have to say so great great experience and and kind of way to cut my teeth and you know love love kind of hearing a little bit of your perspective being on both the not only the franchisor and the franchisee side but also food franchising which you know is what so many people initially think of when they think of franchising if they haven't really spent mm -hmm. time kind of diving in and researching and learning about all the other types of opportunities that are out there in franchising and then you found home services which is where I kind of cut my teeth in franchising and the franchises we own are in this home service category. And in my opinion, it's really where it's at, right? I mean, especially if you're looking at ROI potential, you know, there, there's just so much more ROI potential in, in my experience with a good home service type franchise versus, you know, a restaurant or anything that's got heavy brick and mortar expenses and, and a lot of overhead. So, you know, would, would love to kind of get, I guess, some more of your opinion as we talk on differences with the types of businesses that horsepower uh you know now has heroes long care included in that and you know what people traditionally think of when they think of franchises which are brick and mortar storefront type businesses sure. so um so you're the brand president for heroes lawn care and chris you know feel free to chime in because your perspective's definitely valuable as well but you know, heroes is is what we would consider an emerging concept at this point, right? Tell us, tell us, kind of where you are uh, in terms of how many franchisees are on board, how many locations or territories have been awarded. Give us kind of the snapshot of of where the brand sits today. Yeah, for sure. So, pleasure to be here, Abe. Thanks for having us. And when it comes to heroes, we launched this brand at the end of April, which is Horsepower's first true turnkey operation here under the Horsepower umbrella. We have 10 franchisees and have awarded 30 territories since our May discovery days when we had our first attendees. So excited to get these guys to Omaha and get them trained up through our academy process starting next month. And we will have franchisees launching here in September. 
Yeah, so you guys are are rolling, and I know because I've got a guy in Austin, Texas, that I wanted to to get connected with you to learn about heroes. And within like a week, because uh, he was on vacation, and within like a week, I heard back. Yeah, we're pretty much sold out in Austin now, or will be. You know, within the coming days, we've got you know signings scheduled. So it's it's a it's an emerging concept, but it's a fast moving concept. One thing I want to unpack, and then we'll we'll move on. Chris, you said it's horsepower's first turnkey operation. Expand on that a little bit. What do you mean by turnkey? Yeah, so when it comes to turnkey, it's kind of a, a, a buzzword, right, in franchising. And what we've seen is it kind of has a negative note to it because people get overpromised and underdelivered. Yeah. Now, with Josh and Zach and them being the visionaries, they wanted to make sure we had all the vertical support before we roll out a true turnkey. But when we say we're a turnkey, we're doing a lot of things at the corporate level to take out all those variables for the franchisee. And this model is made to where we actually hire the GM on the front end alongside the franchisee. We run the day-to-day -day as your franchisor or the partner through your GM to where you as the franchisee who's staying in your W-2 role is kind of out of sight, out of mind on this operation. So this is more of a <clears throat> true investor model for the, for the franchise owner. Yes, sir. Yep. Yeah. So you're specifically looking for franchise owners that, you know, probably still have a good job in the corporate world, executive level of some sort. They've got that, you know, that business savvy, the business acumen, they've got the capital and they've got the the management and the leadership experience, but they're not ready to walk away from corporate America just yet and, you know, fully commit all of their working time to building the business you guys are kind of stepping in and, and really helping with some of those key hires, the training, and even oversight of the day-to-day -day operations, it sounds like. Yeah, exactly. Spot on with everything and just all the things that we can do from the corporate level that can alleviate all the you know stresses of an actual franchisee having to be really in the business versus on the business is what we're trying to do with this, this one. Yeah, and I, I think it makes a lot of sense, right? Because the the types of people that you're specifically looking for with heroes, in most cases, have such a translatable skill set, you know, to to owning a franchise and building their own business. But bandwidth is the biggest biggest challenge, right? So if you guys can do some of that heavy lifting for them, it it makes a lot of sense. Um, Don, kind of give us. I, I mentioned it's you know it's heroes lawn care, right? But lawn care is kind of broad, so kind of you know, give us the high level overview, you know, what is the business? What are the services provided? What types of clients are you working with? Kind of walk us through that. Sure. Um, well, first of all, Heroes Lawn Care is three uh, services in one, really, when it comes to the franchise industry. So we have three specific service lines. First one is duty duty, and that's pet waste removal. <laughs> Yep. And, uh, you know, when I first heard about this thing, I was like, oh, my goodness. But I, as I did more research, it's a four billion dollar a year industry. It's right? huge. Yeah. Yeah. And there's plenty of, of, of uh, franchises that just do that. Just yep. that one service line. Yep. And we think it's a it's a great starting point for us to get contact with a with a prospective client and get on their lawns. Let's get on the lawns and show them what we can do. We then offer another service, it's our fertilizer force. And these are all kind of a military theme if, you, if you'll go here. Yep. And that fertilizer force is about once we clean up all that pet waste out of your yard, hey, let's, let's fix those brown spots. Let's fertilize your lawn. Let's get rid of the weeds, get rid of the insects. 
and let's make it a great usable place for you, your family, your dog, your kids to be out there. And then once we get it looking great, get rid of all those weeds and pests, we've got the irrigation army that comes in. Again, hey, you've got this great lawn, now we gotta keep it green for you. And we have the greatest technology and the greatest products and vendor partnerships out there to make sure that our franchise owners providing the best possible irrigation support they can for our franchise customers. Yeah, I, I love it. It's a great overview. And, and to your point, I mean, number one, the, the, the duty, uh, the, the dog, what a pet waste removal, I guess, because it's not just mm -hmm. dogs, right? But right. That's, that's, that is a big business. And I, I didn't know much about it until a couple of years ago. And, and I work with a brand that specializes in just that. And, and the more I've learned about it, the more I love the business. I mean, there's commercial opportunities to get in with apartment complex. I mean, it's, it's got the potential to be a big business. So I, I love what Heroes has done, right? Because you've got these three distinct services that all complement each other. You know, chances are if a client needs one of them, they're probably going to need all three of them. And so instead of, you know, a homeowner having to work with three different companies for all three of these different services, you guys are kind of a one-stop shop. Uh, it sounds like, is that, is that kind of the, the play? Like, do, is it, if a client signs up, they need to sign up for all three services or can they kind of go a la carte and say, Hey, we just need the irrigation or we just need the, the pet waste removal. Yeah, they can go a la carte, but we're hoping with our level of service that we then convert them over to all of our services available for them. Yeah. And we do want to be that one stop shop. I think as a consumer, uh, the less less companies you have to deal with, the less services you have to deal with, well, hey, why not deal with just one? And that's where we come in. And that's where Heroes is going to fill that void out there. Yeah. Um, it makes a lot of sense. Are there, are, is there a commercial side to this business? Or are you just focusing yeah. on, on residential and working with homeowners? Absolutely. There's a commercial side. Make no mistake about it. I think the sacred cow where we're going to be our, our main point is going to be residential, but the commercial side of things are, are unlimited. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that that's how you're going to get gain more market share as, as we continue to grow. So for instance, I see these uh, communities now, whether it's in town squares or city parks, uh, that trails, they have pet waste all over the place. Yeah. They need somebody as well to handle that in those commercial aspects. So yes, the, the opportunities are endless for our franchise owners. Well, my, my loyal listeners to the podcast know I am a huge fan of any business that has both residential and commercial channels, because to your point, that commercial, and it's probably not where you're encouraging a new franchisee to focus coming out of the gate, right? But it gives, it gives the franchise owner just that opportunity to keep building the business without having to go out and buy more territory. It just raises the ceiling of what that business can, can ultimately build up to. So wanted to make sure we highlighted that because to me, that's a, a huge, you know, factor that, that needs to be understood. So, you know, Don and, and Chris for sure chime in, you know, on any of this, but you mentioned earlier, Don, that, you know, you, you started hearing about horsepower brands, seeing kind of what they were building and wanted to be a part of it. And you've been in franchising for a long time. You've been with some very large, well-established franchise organizations. What are some of the key things that really made horsepower brands jump out to you? And what is a Heroes franchise owner going to get because Heroes is part of horsepower 
that they may not get if they were, you know, just a, an owner of an independent franchise company out there on their own? Sure. Well, I think one of the things that really sold it for me was when I started speaking with Josh and Zach. Yeah. Okay. These are guys that we I just kind of hit it off with. And I hit it off with them, not because, oh, just personality wise, because of their experiences and the things that they were uh, have gone through in their career with franchising. And as much as they were asking me questions during that process, I was asking them questions. And as I'm speaking to them, the more I started talking to them, the bigger the smile on my face got because they were, they were speaking my language. Yeah. And, and one of the things that Josh said to me, he goes, man, we got to fix the franchise industry. Mm-hmm. And it just struck home with me being both a franchisee and working for other franchise organizations. There's a lot of roadblocks out there and there's a lot of talk as well. Everyone yes. talks about support of the franchisees, but in reality, a lot of that drops off after the sale. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not what we do here. You know, that's not what we do here. We're not successful unless our franchisees are successful. And we don't have a bunch of corporate locations out there driving the revenue stream. Hey, my job is definitely to make sure our franchise owners are successful. And then I started getting into the core values here. And and that's where it really put put the icing on it and the cherry on top and said, yeah, you got to you got to sell yourself to these guys and come on board now, because we started talking about intellectual capital. You know, Mm -hmm. they talked about, hey, listen, we're not building businesses, we're building people. And then those people help build those businesses, right? Yep. They talked about the purpose. You got to have a purpose and you got to know what it is and how you want to go and get it. And we have a purpose for us internally here. It's 25 by 25. We're going to have 25 brands, both home service and the verticals to support them by the year 2025. Wow. Right. Yeah. You know, and then it's execution. When he started talking to me about execution, it's like, listen, it's only one percent vision. The rest of it, that ninety nine percent, that's that's where the rubber meets the road here. We have to be able to get it done by out there. And then, you know, as we go into it, the one thing that really we sealed the deal, he talks about winning ego. And I'm like, wow, now we're really talking because I got a little bit of an ego myself and I love winning. Right. <laughs> Yeah. It's all about trying to strive to be be the best. And, you know, you can't be afraid of it. You know, you have to go out there and get it. And when you do and that winning, it breeds confidence. And that's what we've got here. We've got a team of confident people here. And uh, I love it. Well said. All of it. Well said. And and couldn't agree more. Right. Um, I mean, from the leadership to the entire team that that they've built and they they really are doing things differently. And this is something I, I tell, you know, candidates that I work with, but, you know, one of my, I guess the, the, one of the biggest things that has stuck out to me, you know, seeing Josh and Zach and, and everything they've built at horsepower. And I knew those guys, you know, well before the horsepower days, but how they want to build leaders, right. Not just help someone, you know, get into business for themselves. Cause we all know what happens a lot of times, right. People buy themselves a job, even if that's yeah. not the intent in the beginning, you know, every single person I've ever worked with and helped get into a franchise business, freedom and control is a big motivator for them, right? They want to have more control of their time. And if if they get into the wrong type of business model or if they just don't set it up correctly from the beginning, sometimes that that ends up not happening the way they want it to. And they end up being a slave to their business, right? Um, you can still make good money you know, that way, but you, mm-hmm. you're not going to have that control of your time and that freedom that is such a big part of what most people are looking for, you know, if they're 
looking at franchise opportunities. So, um, I mean, I've got a young guy in his, in his early thirties that, uh, recently became a, a mighty dog roofing franchisee. And I said, look, he was nervous. He's never, never owned a business before. I said, you couldn't find yourself in a better place then because they're going to teach you how to be a business owner. They're going to teach you how to ultimately get to the place where you're working on your business and not in it. And, and that's what you need. So I love that piece of it. The, 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 Vertical integration with the support, that's a huge differentiator, right? One of the brands we own uh, a couple of years ago was acquired by Neighborly, which is a gigantic conglomerate, right? 20 some plus home service franchise brands that they own. And I was kind of shocked once we kind of got integrated with them to realize they're still outsourcing the vast majority of the support that we as franchisees get call center outsourced digital marketing agency outsourced recruiting support don't even have it right and so that's a that's a huge thing in in my opinion and in my experience to highlight to anyone that's looking at a horsepower brands franchise is all that in-house support right so um wanted to highlight that as well chris what types of folks are you seeing you know, be willing to invest in such a young emerging brand with heroes. I think you said earlier, 10 franchisees, we know it's growing fast, but it does kind of require an early adopter mindset. So, so what types of franchise owners are, are you, you know, seeing be willing to get on board this early in the journey with heroes? Yeah, great question. And I get this question a lot. And we we attract what we call empire builders, right? And they're, they're people that we are in-house, people that look at the, the business that we do. Yes, it's an early adopter brand where they don't have 15 franchisees to validate for this brand, but they also have 130 franchisees across multiple brands under the horsepower. Because at the end of the day, it's the infrastructure and support given by horsepower that I think leads this outfit. So the thing that's exciting, though, is for some of our new franchisees, when we talk to them and we have testimonials after they sign, they said they just felt that they were more on the business versus in the business with the way we have all the streamlining capabilities of the KPIs and the dashboards. But they are looking at the business the same way Don Champion and some of our internal staff are, and they're shaping this brand alongside us. And that's exciting because people behind them are going to benefit from some of their decision making. So it is a different kind of franchisee mentality versus someone that's more franchisee 101 and more of a plug and play for a brand that's proven. So exciting times. Yeah. Well said, because, it, you know, I, I what I tell people, there's there's two types of emerging franchises out there, right? There's the emerging brand that, you know, maybe is not being led by someone with a lot of franchise experience. You know, it could be the founder of the business and they've got many years of industry experience in that business, but this is kind of their first foray into franchising. In my opinion, that's a riskier you know, emerging brand to invest in, you know, the founder may be great. They may be an absolute expert at what they do, but, you know, Don, to your point earlier, right. It doesn't matter what type of franchise business you're in, the same kind of challenges are, are going to be there. Right. And so when you've got leadership that has experience building franchise organizations prior, and they're doing that with another emerging concept, you know, still in a lot of people's eyes, somewhat risky, right? Because Chris, like you said, you know, just don't have the track record and the data and all the different, you know, existing franchise owners to to maybe talk with and learn from. But 
in my opinion, I'm much more comfortable investing in that emerging brand that's got solid leadership, good support, and they know what this brand is going to look like at 100 franchisees, at 200 franchisees, even though they're not there yet. So I, I think that's important for people to understand if you are you know, looking at maybe an emerging concept versus something that that's a little more mature. Uh, Don, in, in your opinion, what are some of the the advantages that someone could see being an early adopter with a brand like Heroes? Yeah, another great question, man. You just keep hitting us with these great questions. I appreciate <laughs> it, man. Well, I got I got to get them in, man, because I know you got you got a plane to catch. So we're just going to yeah. roll. No, absolutely. Well, I, I tell you, it's it, the advantage that our, our franchise owners have coming on as an early adopter are a couple of things. They can help us build this thing. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not the smartest guy in the room. It's not just what I say or do. Um, it takes a group of people. And uh, that includes our franchise owners. And I think that's, that's the type of people that Chris is bringing to the table here. And it's funny because Chris and I are so aligned on this. This is unlike other franchise organizations where you got the sales team and they bring somebody on and then adios, it's, he's, he's with you now. Um, yeah. No, we're, we're aligned, right? Yeah. And so not, not only aligned on the type of person that we want to bring on, but we, we have a vested interest in this. The one thing I'll say that is, is um, really big for us is the trust we build because we, we live it, breathe it, eat it, sleep it every single day. They get the same answers from Chris as they do from me. Our first franchise owners say the same things that we have told them. And so it builds confidence and trust. But the other thing is, in my experience, you touched on this a little bit earlier, um, one of my most difficult and frustrating things as a franchisor in the past is dealing with these third-party vendors out there that everybody has to deal with. And oftentimes, it's like trying to stick a square peg into a round hole. Yeah. The franchisor will reach out to a third-party vendor. They need a certain type of service, and you end up having to adapt your franchise to what that service provides. Mm -hmm. And it often doesn't work. And Josh and Zach have that same mentality. That's frustrated them. So instead of trying to deal with these third-party vendors all the time, hey, we're going to create a company. So we have Franchise Rocket that handles the di digital marketing for our franchise owners. We've got Z Books that handles the accounting for them. So we don't have to go to a company and say, we want you to do this. Well, no, we really don't do this. How about that? No, this is what we want. This is how it's going to work. And then Powerhouse Call Solutions. Oh my goodness, if you've had any experience dealing with call centers out there, God love them. They are a much needed thing in today's day and age, but they're all over the board. All we over. don't have our franchisees having to worry about someone answering from uh, of the phone on another side on the other side of the world and, and not being able to communicate well. These are services that we have for our franchise owners that they don't have to worry about. And then the big one is one that Chris just touched on, and that's recruit Z. Mm -hmm. Because every franchisor out there is worried about joint employer law. Yeah. Well, we've got this down because that's one of the biggest challenges our franchise owners face out there is attracting, hiring, and retaining quality employees. It's a crazy market, as you well know. But we've got this system in place. We weren't afraid to say, no, we can do this, right? So we walk right up to that line when it comes to recruiting for our franchise owners, but we don't step over it. So yep. we offer unprecedented service for our franchise owners. 
And that support is really what drives the needle here in the beginning. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's it's the thing that that I keep coming back to with horsepower is just the support and that it's in-house. And, you know, I know one of the things that was important to, to Zach and Josh is because because you're so right. I mean, franchisors outsourcing these services, you always have to modify at least a bit to make it work. Right. Unless yeah. it's your company that's that's kind of in-house and then it's it's all aligned. But there's also a lot more control. Right. Take the call center, for example. Right. You got a lot of brands with a lot of franchisees doing a lot of business. That's a very high volume of inbound leads or inquiries uh, that need to be handled. Right. And the whole purpose of a call center is to be responsive, right? Not have to follow up with people. So if you own the call center and you know, hey, Heroes is our next brand that's exploding and we're going to have 50 franchisees onboarding in the next 12 months, we should probably go ahead and staff up in the call center, <laughs> right? Exactly. Right? Makes but, sense. <laughs> but if you're, if you're working with a third party, good luck with that, right? Yeah. Hey, we got, we're going to be busy, you know, later this year. So could you guys go ahead and hire like 10 more agents? They're going to be like, no, <laughs> right. Exactly. They'll, they'll be much more reactive and, and be trying to catch up to your growth. So I think that's important as well. Um, one thing I want to make sure we have a chance to touch on, you know, kind of coming back to heroes specifically, one thing I'm very interested to learn more about is how you guys are leveraging technology. It's another thing I, I really uh, respect about horsepower. I mean, all these different brands, roofing, lighting, you know, a lot of industries that have just maybe been a little bit slower to really embrace new technology. You, you guys are figuring out how to do that. So what does that technology piece look like with Heroes? Sure, I, I can jump in that um, and maybe have Chris follow up with a couple of things. But, you know, for the, the Heroes customer out there, we offer, uh, you know, multiple ways for them to get an estimate, right? So there's often roadblocks out there, and we know there's a bunch of different personalities. Some people like texting, some people like talking, right? Some people like uh, the computer and emails, some want an in person estimate. We've got the technology in place that all of those things are available for our franchise customers, not just one or two of those. So we are actually, even on our website, you could be at home at night, sitting on in bed on your laptop, and we can give you an estimate for fertilization on your yard with an with a integration on our, on our uh, website that allows people to build their own estimate. You put, the square, you put your address in, the square footage of where you want, boom, they get an automatic estimate and all they have to do is accept that. They never have to talk to anybody. So <laughs> Love that. yeah, we offer quite a bit when it comes to the technology side. It's about removing those roadblocks that could cause a sale. And I think looking ahead like that and putting uh, systems in place for each one of those things, that's going to be a huge competitive advantage for our franchise owners. Yeah, I agree. It's It's huge, right? Because it's really what you're doing is you're you're kind of looking around and, and understanding how people like to conduct business in this day and age and allowing them to conduct business with heroes in the same way they would they're calling an Uber. Um, you know, if mm -hmm. they're ordering food through a DoorDash or something like that, I mean, we've gotten very used to this kind of on demand. I don't want to actually have to talk to someone that would be annoying, but I do want this information. I want it now. And if it, resonates, I want to just be able to click a couple buttons and and set it up, right? So 
that's huge. Um, any actual technology, uh, and Chris, jump in on this if you want to, any technology in, in terms of how you guys are actually delivering these services to the clients that you know you're, you're maybe not as likely to find with uh, other companies that, that would be competitors? Yeah, so obviously Don touched on that, that lawn legend and you know the focus of that is a customer facing chatbot to where you can become a customer within five minutes without talking to a salesperson. So the psychology behind that when Josh and Zach put that together is, Wes, there's a reason you probably wouldn't let your wife go to a car lot right now to buy a car without you because she's going to be pressured into you know getting everything she doesn't need. Yep. Why people buy cars from vending machines like Carvana.com. So that's why we're really utilizing that to take care of that customer service piece. But actually on an eco-conscious play inside the irrigation army, we partnered with a vendor called Ratio, which is a smart weather app that connects directly to your box that's on your phone. So it reads the weather in real time. So if it's raining, your sprinklers won't turn on. If it's under a certain temperature, the sprinklers won't turn on. If it's too windy and you're spraying the neighbors, won't turn on. So it's kind of that work smarter, not harder, but it also helps for the efficiency level. We know that the average homeowner wastes 30,000 gallons of water each year, watering at inefficient times. With the wow. ratchet, we can cut that in a half to 15,000. So we're doing our part from a water conservation standpoint to protect the planet. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Um, good stuff. And and I have no doubt that you guys will keep implementing new technology, you know, as it as it makes sense. Um, so Don, I mean, what's what's kind of the vision? We're we're early into this hero's journey, but you know, if it's anything like the other horsepower brands, you know, this thing's a rocket ship and and it's taken off. So what's what's the vision for you know the next 12 months, next five years, next 10 years? Where do you expect this thing to go? Well, I tell you, I, I expect who knows, but I know the sky's the limit. We've got a great team in place and we're going to get as far as we want to go is what it boils down to. But I can tell you this. I had that same question from a, a franchise prospect at Discovery Day uh, last month and, said, and asked me the same exact question and, and basically said, what, what does it look like for you? What is success for you? And, and really what it boils down to, to be honest with you, is if I can help every one of my franchise owners achieve their goals, that's what success looks like to me. So he was very shocked. He's like, oh, you didn't give me a number of units and EBITDA and all this stuff you want to hit? I said, no, you know, because at the end of the day, it's about my franchise owners, right? So that's really what it boils down to me. That's what success looks like for me. Um, so I know Chris has got his goals and he's going to bring me the right people and we're going to build this thing. It's going to be a powerhouse. With that being said, it's only as good as if, if as our franchise owner's success. Yeah, so so well put, and and couldn't agree more. And you know the way this model's set up, right? And and I think Chris said it earlier. You guys are looking for empire builders, right? So who cares if it's you know a big number of franchisees? You'd probably rather have a fewer number of really really all star franchisees that are building monster businesses for themselves. Other thing I want to point out, because I don't think this came up. Um, this is a really good example of a great recurring revenue business model. And, and that's something that I know is very, very attractive to a lot of people when they're evaluating different business opportunities. So recurring revenue, you know, you've got that in spades with this type of business. Um, and, and another thing worth mentioning while we're on the empire builder note, Horsepower is such an interesting opportunity when you think about future expansion opportunities, right? I know 
you guys have some incentives for existing franchise owners with, you know, one of your brand to potentially invest in other brands, you know, to, to operate in the same market. So um, I, I would imagine that's, you know, part of what's attractive to some of the early adopter franchisees you've got with heroes as well. Yeah. When you look at our type of candidate, you know, we're dealing with a smarter investor and a smarter franchisee. In the old days to scale your business, you had to buy multiple locations as a franchisee owner. Now we're seeing someone come into the horsepower umbrella. They're buying their first brand and watching that brand grow in their territory. And then they're diversifying and dropping a second brand because they already did the hard part and got customers for the first brand because all these brands complement each other in the home service space. And we're really starting to see that. I believe we have six active uh, multi-brand owners as they diversify and the same thing is repeatable to the franchisees coming on. The infrastructure and support given to me by Horsepower and the way they operated and launched me in year one is the reason I'm back for brand number two. Yeah, I, I love it. It, it. It's it's so interesting. And, and I think it's a great strategy. I mean, my wife and I have kind of learned through our experience, we'd rather go deep than wide. And, and that's why we own two brands and, and cover the same markets for both of these brands versus you know, going back and buying more territory with our first brand, I think you can actually put yourself in a position to operate your business more profitably if you've got less area to focus on and develop versus, you know, just going wide with a, a massive land grab. Um, so that all makes perfect sense. And the infrastructure piece there is huge too, because our two brands are not part of the same organization. It's doable, but man, it'd be nice if, you know, they were part of the same organization and we had all the same, you know, support, uh, mechanisms in place, infrastructure, that, that would be an absolute game changer. So look, I know we need to uh, put a bow on this one, but um, Don, any last words, anything we didn't touch on today that you were hoping we would, or that you'd want to make sure the audience knows as it pertains to Heroes Lawn Care? No, 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 no big bow to wrap up or anything. Just, hey, let's do this again. Let's Absolutely. do this again. I love the time. I love chatting with you. And hey, I'm sure Chris has some space for you here if you want to you want to diversify a little and come on board. Heroes has got some some territory for you. Believe me, <laughs> I'm I am uh, interested and probably the hardest thing that I do about what I do is is um you know just not not getting involved in all of the amazing franchise brands that that I work with, but um chris knows we've got got a house full of young kids so we got to get them grown a little bit so we can there have a little go. little bandwidth to get into the next <laughs> brand but i'm a big fan of heroes i'm a big fan of horsepower brands chris where can people learn more if they want to um connect with you guys just get a little more info on on heroes where should we point them yeah, so they can reach out to anybody at Horsepower and we can, you know, kind of take them through some of the discovery process for any of our brands and uh, kind of put them in the right direction on, you know, what, what their avenue of success looks like with uh, the opportunities we have available in-house. Awesome. Love it. We'll put some links in the show notes to make it easy for people. Anyone listening, feel free to reach out to me as well. Happy to talk with you more about Horsepower, Heroes Lawn Care. Uh, and, and just franchise ownership in general, if you have any questions, would would love to help you out. So Don, Chris, really appreciate you guys dropping in here on the Path to Freedom podcast with me. Keep up the great work. And uh, I'm excited to watch you guys continue to grow this brand. Thanks so much, Wes. It was a pleasure. Awesome. Wes, thank you so much for having us on. I knew we were good friends, but when I found out you were a dance dad, I, we became brothers again, so appreciate you. That's right. We're in that dance dad brotherhood, man. Uh, we got to stick together. 
Yes, sir. All right, fellas. Thanks a lot. Appreciate you. That's a wrap. Thanks for joining me today and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you'll know when a new episode is released. You can also check me out on my website at www.path2frdm.com. And if you want more information about franchising or just want to say hello, feel free to contact me at Wes at Path2FRDM.com. Thanks again. Now go drop in. <laughs>